excellent movie adventures. Hello, and welcome to our show. <laughs> you oh, thought I was going to say it, didn't you? Yeah. But I, I didn't. I was waiting. I know you were. I like that. Our show. Our show. Usually, whichever one of us does the intro just makes it all about themselves. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am your host, Zach, and I got Thomas. Hello. And Pickle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> He's very proper. <laughs> Hello, Zachary. English on us. <laughs> so, did you guys do anything fun over the week? Uh, I watched some stuff. I watched some stuff too, and it was Halloween. Ooh, so. that's right. Mm-hmm. Although by the time this episode comes out, we'll we're be well into be. November. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the election will have happened and riots will have started. <laughs> well, depending. Either way, dude. Either <laughs> way. Well, that's true. That's true. I feel like regardless of what happens, someone's gonna riot. Yeah. It's true. Oh man. Well. It's kind of interesting that this podcast isn't coming out until, like, later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. What? The White House already has non-scalable fences up today. <laughs> two, two weeks out, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but, like, yeah, because we're two weeks out on episodes, so, like, next week we'll know, obviously, mm-hmm. what happened, and we'll record that episode, but it'll be even <laughs> further into November. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty funny. Um, I watched some movies this week. Some of which I decided to watch because Zach won't shut up about them all the time. Yeah. What'd you watch? I watched the first two Scream movies. Ooh. Mm. I love them. What'd you think? Uh, I thought the first one was pretty good, actually. Yeah? Um, uh, I mean, I have... <laughs> Your head already... What? Well, like any movie, you know what I mean? I have, like, my little ifs, ands yeah. about it or whatever. But overall, I think it was a good movie. The second movie is also good, but it gets off to a really ugly start. It does. That whole scene in the theater and those characters are just extremely unlikable. Like, <laughs> Well, I think the whole movie theater scene is unlikable. If yeah, I ever walked into a movie about. theater like that, I'd turn around and walk yeah. out. Yeah. I wouldn't mm. be caught dead in a movie theater like that. And honestly, that's... I, don't know. I haven't seen it. So we exactly. did... Exactly. I wouldn't be caught dead <laughs> in a movie oh, well, You're so clever. I know, right? So if you, if you haven't seen it, Thomas, it's they're watching the movie that's based on the events of the first film. Okay. So, yeah, stab. Yeah, they make a movie called Stab. <laughs> and it's going to so, do well. Anyway, well, there's some copycat killers out there, essentially, mm-hmm. um, copying the murderers who were trying to kill everybody in the, in the first Scream movie. Okay. Anyway, so some people make this. Hollywood makes a movie called Stab, which is based on what happened in the first Scream film. And people are going to the theaters to see it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's wearing, like, ghost face masks. And everyone <laughs> has, like, these fake plastic knives. And... Through the whole movie that we see in the theater, yeah, everyone is just like screaming and up out of their seats and like pretending to stab each other. It's Whoa. like it's like a little kid's birthday party, yeah. but people are trying to watch like a Scary a horror movie. film, yeah. yeah, and it's awful. Like we did <laughs> for any longtime listeners, we did a segment a while back about like movie theater etiquette and like what we do <laughs> and don't like. I would just like you if I walked into a theater and that was going on. I would be furious. I'd get I would, a refund. I'd go and I'd, I'd pull a Zach and suck. request my money <laughs> yeah. back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the beginning I have of that no movie. No problem with that being <laughs> you have no problem Zach. with asking for your money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Huh. But yeah, I started to watch the third one, but 
I I don't even remember how far into it I got. They're making Scream three or Stab Five. Stab three oh. or something. Yes. So in yeah, the third it's movie, on the they're set on of Stab, Stab three. Yeah. And I just found I don't even know who the murderers are yet, but it just wasn't as good as the mm. other ones. I no, that was the least. I think out of all four of them, that is probably the least is, likable. You one. can spoil it for me. Is Courtney Cox the killer in the third one? No. Oh, okay. Because no. uh, so, the actress who plays her character says, I was the murderer in this one as she's dying. <laughs> so I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if she's the murderer. <laughs> no, so, so spoiler alert, it's the director. Oh, okay. It's uh, the guy with the glasses. I can't remember his name. Yeah. They, well, he's dead in a coffin at one point. He turns out actually being Sydney's stepbrother Ooh. from his basically because Sydney's mom was. Yeah. So slut. I actually, uh, I like <laughs> that's where the genre started. I yes. liked the, I liked the murderers in the second one better than in the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't like that actress who plays Billy's mom or whatever. Yeah. From Roseanne. Yeah. I don't care for her, yeah, but I, like her. I like, Timothy Oliphant. Uh, yeah, Timothy Oliphant a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he was really good. I honestly thought it was the boyfriend again for like the longest right? time. Yeah. Um, but I just think the cast overall was better. Also, there's like a bunch of Dawson's Creek people in that movie. There is. The and they have like no bearing on the rest of the film. Like they're just in the classroom and then they're not in it anymore. Uh-huh. Because they're dead. Um, I was going to say, I think they did that on purpose because it is the 90s. Yeah. In the third one, there's like a lot of characters that seem to get introduced like pretty late in the film like um yeah the guy who is obsessed with like the rules of movies and stuff who dies in the second movie oh like, all of a sudden he has a sister that shows up mm-hmm. and she's like showing him a video of something he recorded jamie and, kennedy's character yes yeah and i'm just thinking like why are we being introduced to a character this late in the film like i've already seen half the crew get slaughtered and now there's a new character <laughs> like She's the murderer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> which obviously she wasn't based on what you said, but, um, I disliked the, I didn't like the murderers in the first one as much. One, um, Lizzie watched part of it with me and I could tell who they were immediately, like pretty early really? on in the film, I guess who they were. Yeah. I was like the boyfriend for sure. And that really annoying guy. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> I love Matthew Lillard. So yeah. I was under the impression it was just one guy. No, no like, it's a okay. pair of killers. Yeah, yeah, it's a pair right. in the first one. And the second one. Yeah, and the second one. Yeah. My, my, in fact, my favorite joke out of the first one is where uh, they're all sitting around the pond, and it's after the first girl gets killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, Matthew Lillard looks over at the guy and goes, liver alone. He goes, get it? Liver? Liver alone? <laughs> He's he sucks, man. He's awful. He's just I love he plays Matthew the Lillard. exact same character that he plays in that um I think it's She's All That. Yes. He's like the exact same character, but in that movie he's like a reject from the road rules. Yeah, or, or the uh, real world. The real world yes. or whatever those MTV like oh, okay. oh, you all live in a house together movies yeah. or TV shows. He's like he was voted off that show or whatever. And then he dates the most popular girl in this high school and he's just an embarrassment, <laughs> but he's just See, ridiculous. I, I love the character, especially even at the end where, so their plan was to kill each other or not kill each other, stab to each, wound other, each other, yeah. to wound okay. each other, make Sydney look like she was the killer. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to wound each other and be the, you know, Oh, we're the heroes. So anyways, 
um, they kind of stab each other. Matthew Lillard gets stabbed a little too hard, and he goes, I think you went a little deep on that one, man. I'm, I'm, and then uh, something else happened. He goes, I'm dying over here. Well, yeah. And then, well. First off, that's so stupid because you should kill her first. Right. And then. And then do your thing. Do your thing. You don't start yes. mortally wounding each other while the lady who you want to pin all this on is still not hurt at all. Yes. You know, like <laughs> she hasn't been shot. She hasn't been stabbed. She maybe has like a cut somewhere. Well, but. And at one point she, she does get away from him. And then she starts talking to Stu, who is Matthew Lillard's character. And she's like, what are you going to do? Your parents are going to this and this and this. And she goes, my parents are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> starts crying. <laughs> that, I do agree. That is funny. For sure. Like, But one of the reasons, again, why I disliked him so much. I didn't mind the other killer, the boyfriend character. Yeah, I'm as trying much, to remember what his name was. He was Matthew Lillard. That's yeah, Matthew Lillard. He yeah. was tough to swallow. Like. Mm-hmm. He was just super annoying through the movie. Yeah. I think that's just his face. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the other thing that I kind of dislike about the Scream killer, and maybe it's just because Skeet it's... Skeet Ulrich is the other killer. You know Skeet Ulrich. No, I thought that was his real name. No, I don't know. you never name. seen him in anything? What's his real name? Skeet Ulrich. That's, that's his, his name. real name? <laughs> yes. Yeah, his character in the movie is Billy. That's a better name. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you feel about the new one not having the ghost face mask? Are you sure? Uh, Screen 5? Yeah, it was supposedly announced a day or two ago, I think, mm. that they're not going to have the actual mask. I don't know. I heard, well, I know the Screen TV series, they didn't have the mask. Is that what it is? Maybe. But, I don't know. I heard that they weren't having the mask. I thought it was about the movie. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Anyway, as far as the killer himself goes, and maybe it's because... <laughs> This is the weird thing to me. Every time he's like trying to kill someone, he just whoever is in the ghost face costume is extremely inept at being able to murder anyone. Mm. Like he's loosely slashing or like wildly stabbing mask. at people. He misses all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like sinking his knife into a door frame. He's falling downstairs. He's awful. Whoever they are, like obviously <laughs> they get the crap out yeah, of them. whoever this murderer is, they are not on the same level as any of the other classic killers <laughs> in any other horror film. I'm going to blame it on the masks. <laughs> other killers wear masks, though. Yeah, but that one just probably has bad eye holes. I don't think so. The <laughs> eyes are pretty decently wide. Like, it's got that black stuff on it. Yeah, but it's it. got that mesh on it. Yeah, but you can see through that. Maybe you can't. Maybe oh, it's I a homemade one and they didn't know what they were doing. Nah, if it was homemade, you definitely want to see through it. <laughs> They'd make it good. Man. Anyway, it's just... One, I don't know, man. It just seems like if they came after any of those people realistically, they'd be able to stop him. You know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) Like, and also he's not even using that big of a knife. (laughs) Like the knife that he's using, it's like some. It looks like some kind of hunting knife. It's got like a curved tip on the end of it, and it looks like it has a serrated edge on the back, maybe. But Mm. like, it's not big. You know what I mean? Dude, you don't have like to... Michael Myers is just using a kitchen knife and he's killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, and a knife doesn't have to be big to be able to kill people. But I'm just saying it's not very menacing. Yeah. Like he has not. He's going for the sneaky approach. I'm just saying he you needs... get a little pocket knife. They won't if you're see. gonna be that terrible <laughs> at stabbing people, pick a bigger knife so, so it's like easier a, to sink in. A real big knife, like a sword. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I have to hit something, I have to hit it. Yeah. Am I gonna swing at it with a wiffle ball bat? Or if I were going to swing at it with, like, a tennis racket, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how hard you hit it. You just have to hit it. 
I'm yeah. going to throw a ball. You're going to pick the biggest thing you can hit it with, right? Because that increases your chances of actually being able to hit it. Yeah. And he's using this tiny little knife, and he can't hit anybody. <laughs> he needs a bigger knife or just use a gun. Everyone <laughs> has a gun in these movies except for him. So I got to ask. But they are good. What comes first, Ghostface Killer from Wu Tang Clan or this movie? Is that where he got the name? Oh, I don't know. I would imagine Ghostface from Wu Tang is first. I would imagine, but I don't know. Are yeah. you sure? Because this was done in '96. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Well, yeah, but when did Wu Tang oh, start? This is like, I don't know, 1400 BC or something like that. <laughs> They've been around forever. <laughs> Your head shake like what? <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. See, so yeah, I watched those, and I watched. Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall. Yeah. I did not make it to... I've watched them kind of over the last two weeks, but okay. I can't remember if I mention them sometimes because I forget like mm. things that I watch. And I was going to watch uh, Spectre today, but yeah. I didn't get around to it. Mm. I need to go back and watch those. I watched Gran Torino instead. Ooh, that's good once. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like it. I like yeah, the ending. Yeah, I like it. The ending's really good, but eh, I don't know if I'd want to sit through I it. I like that the snot-nosed teenage girl doesn't get the car, yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just like, like she thinks she's going to get yeah. it. Yeah. And then he gives it to Tao, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, who? What? And they like turn around <laughs> and see him in the back of the room. Um, that being said, that movie is not well acted. No, not at all. Um, the writing is not great. Like, yeah, even Clint Eastwood, I don't feel so like he did great. I feel like it. his acting is good, but Parts of it were the good. script isn't great. Like the dialogue is pretty bad in a lot of places. Yeah. And so he, everyone suffers from that, him mm-hmm. included. But I just feel like some of the other actors, like specifically Tao, yeah. the guy who plays him, some of it's pretty cringeworthy acting. You know, like it's not, yeah. it's not very good. And it's a lot of very unlikable characters. Oh, yeah. Like, almost <laughs> everyone, really. Yeah. Ghostface Killer. Killa. Killa. Came about in 1995, so one year earlier. Ooh. Boom. That scream. Wow. Mic drop. That was a phone. <laughs> that was phone drop. <laughs> These are on booms. They're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so this week I watched Happy Death Day, which is actually a pretty Hi. good show. Love those movies. Yep, I watched both of them I off of Zach's to, recommendation a while back, and they were good. I, I was going to watch both movies. of them, but then Ashley wanted to watch a show, and then we had... I watched three of the four movies we're going to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> I only and watched then, two of them, so okay. okay. And then... Dang, I actually made it through all four of them. I, yeah. I tried, but I also was getting in my Friday the 13th movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... And then I watched... I'm not going to waste my time with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Devil All the Time. You guys see that? Oh, yet? yeah, I saw that. I wanted to watch that. It's That's the one good. with uh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. and Harry Potter Kid. And, uh, Wait, who? The, oh. The Reverend guy is, like, Dudley? Oh, yeah, 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 Something yeah. Something like that. Oh. Hey, Batman. Robert, yeah, and Batman. Robert, yeah. Bat- yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert Batson. Batson. Dude, you'd like, it. you'd like what happens to him in the end. It's I actually good, heard that movie was pretty good. It's it good. is good, yeah. It's really good. It's really well acted. Hmm. It's a little bit, sl- I don't know, it felt slow. slow, but yeah. it also wasn't terribly slow. Like, there's stuff to keep you interested in, like, all right, and then it it's It's like every time you're about to hit a, a valley, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, you're coming down off a peak, you're about to hit a valley, it's like something kind of bumps it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. It, it's definitely worth yeah. watch. Hmm. It's good. It's kind of a, a little bit 
dark. There's some dark themes to it, um, like accidental suicide and like <laughs> wild stuff. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. And then the narrator. So it's based off of a book, which I didn't know. The narrator is actually the author of the book. Hmm. So it was kind of fun. Okay. So I think he had a little more involvement. So I would imagine that it's going to be pretty close to the book and he had some oversight on it. So definitely worth a watch. Nice. And I just watched a crap load of Big Bang Theory this week with Ashley. Yes. <laughs> um, if you liked Happy Death Day, mm-hmm. have you seen the preview for Freaky? I saw it. Um, I saw the preview for it. I'll I saw part watch. of the I preview, and I thought it was based I it off of great. that. I was like, what the heck? Is it another it's one? It's Bloomhouse, which I think they did Happy it's Death same, Day. It's yeah. the same studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or production so, company, yeah. I guess I should say. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. It looked silly. I think it looks great. Yeah. I'm a fan of those type of movies, but. Yeah. Good movies. Yes. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Now you just need to go watch Happy Death Today 2. I know. I'm planning on it. I'll probably get it in this week. I got to try and circle back and finish the Chucky films because I watched Child's Play 1 through 3 (laughs) and then I stopped before the name change movies. You just need to get Chucky, Chucky's Bride or whatever. Bride of Chucky. Then you're good. So I, well, I bought like a box set, that. so I'm going to watch all of them. Yeah, you watch Beyond That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched one of the like reboot how... movies. It was either Cult of Chucky or something like that. Yeah. Where the girl's in a wheelchair. I thought yeah. that one was pretty good. No, that was, was it Cult of Chucky? It was the one before Cult of Chucky. Okay, well, it was the reboot. Anyways, like yeah. the one that brought it back to the, yeah. Yeah. I like how Zach's finally stand up giving you crap about a movie you, you want to watch. And then it's just one we're never probably going to cover. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just watching it in my spare time. Yeah, <laughs> it's one where Zach can really lay into you, and just like, yeah, it's, it's getting bypassed. <laughs> well, the thing is, I probably wouldn't watch it because yeah. it's not streaming anywhere. But we were going through all the Halloween movies and stuff, and I wanted to rewatch Child's Play, and so okay. I watched it. And then when I was a kid, I saw the other two because mm-hmm. they hadn't made any other ones yet. And I remembered one of them being at a military camp and thinking that it was good. So was I rewatched two, it. No, it's number three. Okay. So the first two have the same kid playing yeah. Andy. It's oh, just, that's right. It's and the then same it's cast. The third one's Andy And grown the second up. one is good. And then the third one is Andy grown up, and it's a new actor. Mm-hmm. And that is the one in the military camp, but it's mm. awful. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. That's how I feel about Friday the 13th. Yeah. I'm coming up on the eighth one. Jason takes New York <laughs> or Manhattan or Manhattan, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Jason takes Manhattan. I'm not excited to watch it at all. <laughs> and I remember watching it. it before and it and was that, not good, but yes, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> in that movie, he uppercuts a guy's head right off their shoulders. That's right. It's like That's a fatality awesome. out of Mortal yes. Kombat. The spinal cord comes shooting out with it. I think the head just comes clean off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really miss some golden opportunities there. <laughs> sure they did. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna like it, but I'll watch it. <laughs> it's part of the part of the series. I gotta yeah. watch so it. So that's number eight, right? Yes. So you haven't made it to Jason X yet. That one has nope. That one has the best. I got Jason goes to hill. Jason goes to hill. <laughs> Jason goes to hell, and he goes then up the Jason hill. X. Man, yeah, you're giving me a hard time about Chucky films. At least I didn't watch <laughs> twelve horrible films. <laughs> Like some of the movies, in the, some of the movies in the Chucky franchise are good. You hey, know what I mean. Some of them in the Friday Thirteenth movies are good. I'm sure they are. I just don't. I don't know, man. I just I remember 
like when I got old enough that I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all the Friday the 13th movies. I watched the first one and Jason's not in it. And I didn't yeah. know that heading into it, you know? He's actually not in two of them. He's what not, other in, one is he's he not in number five either. What? Yep. Number five, it's a person acting as Jason. It's uh, one of the kids That's gets lame. one <laughs> of the kids one of the kids gets killed, and I guess if I rem- yeah the guy who ends up being the killer is the dad of this kid, hmm. and they think it's Jason, but it's not. Any way to ruin a franchise? Legit, not in two of them. So, you know, all all franchises have their missteps. You know yeah. what I mean? But like Halloween, you know what I mean? They did the third one and that one wasn't supposed to be a Michael yes. Myers movie. So he's not in it and it gets misconstrued a lot, but still they made it. It shares mm-hmm. the title and he's not in it. Yes. Um, but these, the Friday the 13th movies are hinged on Jason. Like he is the guy that yes. people want to see yeah. when they watch these movies. And he's not in the first one, which I can kind of give us a, a pass to, you know what I mean? Cause that was the original film. So they probably weren't intending on him being this mascot for, future installments they were just making one movie yeah but it is disappointing to people who are vaguely familiar with who he is yeah and they go to start watching these movies and then he's not in it <laughs> until like a dream sequence at the very end and he's yeah. not even wearing a hockey mask he's like a shriveled zombie teenager yeah just a and, uh, <laughs> boy and then he's not apparently he's not in the fifth one yep so he's not in two of his movies Yep, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> he's. It looks like he's in the fifth one, but it's some guy acting to be him. That's stupid. But there is the one kill. I think you mentioned it. I think it's in number six. Anyways, probably not because I haven't seen it. Oh, he. Uh, maybe you had mentioned it. I don't know. Girl in a sleeping bag. Yeah, and he literally just drags her out. And then just picks her up and just swings her against the tree, drops the sleeping bag, and walks away. <laughs> in the reboot one that came out recently, so I think it's the most recent film, yeah. he, there's somebody in a sleeping bag, and he just like, oh, I think he strings them up in yeah. the sleeping bag and over lights the it fire. on fire. Yeah. Oh, so I they, you're going to say it was like a pinata. No. Uh, <laughs> swing until something no, comes that out. that one, he lights it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason X, That's he has two shattered. girls. They're, it looks like they're girls or whatever. They're, what do you call them? Uh, holograms. Holograms, there you go. And he is able to put them in sleeping bags. And at one point it shows him have both these girls in the sleeping bag and he's just banging it against a tree. And they're just like laughing and screaming and he just keeps banging them against a tree. (laughs) What's the best kill in that one though? Uh, Jason X? Yes. Uh, he basically, he dunks some girl's head in like this cryo fluid. Oh, that's right. So her face like freezes and the effect is pretty good. And then he like lifts her up and she's dead. Yeah. And he then smashes her head on the counter. <laughs> that's and just, right. It shatters. That's probably the best kill of any Jason movie I've ever seen, <laughs> which granted I haven't seen all of them. Like I said, after watching the first one, I was like, I'm not watching any of these. <laughs> And then since then, I have seen some just over the years because it was on TV or whatever. Literally, they're the same movie. Oh, yeah, again. I know. Yeah. Teens get drunk, have sex, show their boobs a little bit. Even better. And then they die. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, they find a way to kill Jason off. And then at the beginning of the next movie, they find a way to bring Jason back. <laughs> Why would you bring back a psycho murderer? Well, no. The okay. studio finds a way to bring Jason back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I was like a seance. Like, no. Stupid kids. 
So. All right. Anyways. Let's get into this. We rehashed our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> two episodes two, ago. Yeah, two yes. episodes ago. We were, yeah. Anyways, so tonight I decided to choose Lethal Weapons. Continuing our Buddy Cop month. Yes. November Buddy Cops. I did declare that last week. <laughs> you got to know if you're Buddy Cops, dude. <laughs> you got to know them. November is Buddy Cop month. So... Getting started with first lethal weapon, starring the great Mel Gibson and Donald Glover's dad. Remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was funny. Saw what you did there, you jerk. I don't even remember what episode that was in, but it, I don't think it was ever in an episode. <laughs> it was. Oh, it oh was. was it? Yes. Yeah. We had a long conversation about it. I thought. It was oh, just... it was our westerns, I think, because we were talking about the magnificent. No, not Magnificent Seven, Silverado, and we talked about him. That's right. So go back and listen to our Western episode. (laughs) So yeah, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, uh, Gary Busey, Tom Atkins, let's see, Tracy Wolf, Mitchell Ryan, and Jackie Swanson, and Alicia Naff, because she's in a few of these, right? Yeah. I think that's just Who? about everybody worth mentioning. She plays Dixie, the daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's kind I of think it's the same actress, right? It's yeah, I believe first, so. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, first three. She just has small roles in them anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it came out in 1987. Uh, hard rated R. All of these are rated R, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's been a long time since I've seen these, and so it starts out, and it's all Christmassy music, which is... They tried to play a game off of a, uh, off of your die hard, die hard, there you yeah. go, die hard. Which it starts out with that, and then uh, naked woman in bed. I was like, oh, <laughs> don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that either because I've seen all of these movies in mm-hmm. the past, and uh, I I just never remember that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember the stuff that's important it's to true. the plot or like a big action point or yeah. something. You know, like a. You know, a the good st- stunt or mm-hmm. scene from the movie or something. Yeah. I never remember that crap. I did remember because they spoof it in the movie Loaded Weapon or Loaded Gun or whatever. Loaded Gun, um, yeah. 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 Which has uh, uh, Sam Jackson and what's his face? Emilio Estevez. Oh, okay. I was and thinking of... You were thinking Naked Gun. Yes. That's what I was thinking oh, yeah, of yeah, with yeah. Leslie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So there's... I think it's Loaded Weapon, then, if it's not Loaded Gun. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's a spoof movie. And anyway, there's a scene where he gets up and walks through the moonlight in his trailer. Mm -hmm. And he just has no pants on, so you just see his butt in the moonlight all the time. And they make fun of that pretty heavily. And so I knew that happened in this movie, (laughs) and it does. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, ain't nothing better than Mel Gibson's butt. Sure. I'm just teasing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I could see it in your eyes. You so, <laughs> how With before you guys long get, hair before yeah. you guys uh, dive into or before we dive into this, how would you rank these movies? Well, what do you mean? Like, I'd say like which one do you think is the best? Two, one, three, and then I and then see four. Okay, know. so for me, I think four is the best. That's oh, what okay. I was actually gonna say. Yeah. I think four is the best. For me, Dang. it goes four, two, one, and then three. Yeah. So if I would have seen the four, or fourth one, we might have been right. I've seen them all before, and I wish I would have watched more of them, but I can't remember. What's three again? 
So the reason I think three is the worst is because it's the least memorable. Uh-huh. I watched it two movies ago and I can't remember anything <laughs> about it. Yeah, it's uh, there's the internal affairs girl is kind of yeah the one he med- falls yeah. in love with yeah meddling with stuff because her character carries over into the fourth film yes yeah. but there's drug dealers that are laundering money through like a building corporation like a I don't know yeah. residential thing yeah it's, there's like it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, they steal that truck that's like full of guns and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get the illegal runners, weapons yeah. off mm-hmm. the streets and stuff. But yeah, I don't remember who the main villain is. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, see I could pull, I, I could just look it is. up when yeah. we get to it. I'll mm-hmm. obviously read it off or whatever. But let's see, that's kind of my point. Is like I feel like I these started... movies. I feel like this is the franchise of like the quintessential buddy cop. You know what yeah, I mean? Like absolutely, th- they have more movies than any other. Like I can't even think. Uh, who who else are great buddy cops that have more than one movie? Rush Hour, Men in Black, Twenty One Jump Street has two movies. The second one's mm-hmm. not very good. Yeah. So I mean, not a lot of these movies get Rush, multiple yeah. films. Rush these Hour's guys got, got four. Rush That's Hour's not a buddy three. cop movie. Oh, I thought you were saying Die Hard. No. <laughs> yeah, Rush Hour, Rush Hour has three. Rush yeah. Hour has three. Supposedly in the works of a fourth one. We'll see but if that ever happens. Two of them are good. I don't know if all three were good. Shower three. I'm trying to remember that one. Yeah, I don't exactly. remember. It's in London. <laughs> no, you're no, thinking you're of, thinking of uh, the one with Jackie Shanghai Chan. Noon. Yeah, no, Shanghai they Noon. go to London in one of the Rush Hour movies too, because they're like falling off of like the Eiffel Tower or something like that. That's, That's Shanghai Nights. Oh, is it? Yes. Are you sure? They, I could have swore it was Chris. I think Rock. they do go to England. They at one point, but yeah, the Eiffel Tower is not in England. That's in Paris. Wait, no, I'm thinking of the Big Ben. Yeah, they do go to the Eiffel Tower. Okay, so yes. I'm right. Okay. Yes, that's France. Okay, whatever. Paris, France, no, London, it's all the same. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even part of the same union anymore, mm. man. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> they're on the same continent. No, they're not. Yes, they are. One's an island. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka! England. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> is England on an island? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Really? Look at a map once in a while. <laughs> I do, but I don't pay that much attention. You notice how there's a body of water in between it. <laughs> really? In Comey. Yes. Well, let's look at this up. <laughs> That's news to me. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyways. The first two were good. I'm just saying. We're educated. The point is. I is am educated, okay? This is like the movie that kind of. Yes. You know what I mean? Like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there. That's the rest of you. I thought it was attached to France. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we should do geography with Zach. <laughs> Just be a standalone podcast. Where do you think this is? <laughs> well, <laughs> so, you know, that's. Selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere got over there. Somewhere I cut. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, while I do think these movies are good, I don't think any of them are truly great. I think the yeah. fourth one is the best one, but... It's funny, actually. I was thinking that. I love these movies, but at the same time, yes, like I was watching them, and I think that's why I didn't get through three and four. So I, I just they didn't were tough watches. That, like, I didn't have that interest to keep going, and yeah. so yeah, I, I agree. I think they're great movies. Watch them if you haven't seen them. Oh yeah. But at the same time, yeah, it's like, I don't know. They're not 
the so, best movies out there. Yeah, like yeah, I was, like that. I was like any movie. I'm kind of on my phone if I'm watching it at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like tinkering with my free hardcore. Yeah, tinkering <laughs> with my fantasy team. You yeah. know, looking up stuff online, whatever. Yeah. You know, doing some Christmas shopping, that kind of thing. Well, I'm more wa- important. But things. I'm watching the movie, <laughs> and generally, like the movie gets most of my attention. You yeah. know what I mean? And I kind of am like just doing this in the background. Yeah. But I found myself actively just being on my phone and not paying attention to what was happening on the screen, mm-hmm. and I legitimately fell asleep during the first one. <laughs> in the See? middle of the day, like yeah. Lizzie had to wake me up. Nice. I didn't think it was that. Bad. She thought it was funny. She and. To these movies' credits, they all have, like, a ridiculous, like, kind of over-the-top thing that happens, you know what I mean? Like, something that would just never, ever, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever happen, you know? Um, Of which I think the best death is, I think it's the second one, maybe, where the girl is on the diving board, and she, like, jumps on the diving board at the pool, and it sets off an explosion, (laughs) and she goes, like, flipping towards the screen and lands in the water. I believe it's in the first one. That's not the first one. That's at least the second one. Yeah, it's not the first one. If not the third one. It's not the first one, though. It's got to be the second one, then. Okay. It's got to be two or three, because that was the only thing I remembered about that. (laughs) Or the the part number two where they fall off the balcony. Yeah. 20 stories up, end up landing in a pool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then he pops up punching Joe Pesci in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, um, I remembered not liking Joe Pesci when I, like, just thinking back on them. But he's I think he's character. one of the best things about these movies. He makes it upon fun. rewatching he can, them. He can be kind of annoying, but but that's the point of his character. Yes, yeah. yes. I think he was more annoying in number three because of the hair dye. That's just <laughs> was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I uh, like I like I said, thinking back on them, I remembered like, oh man, Joe Pesci is awful in these. But then as I yeah. was watching them, every time he was on screen, I was like, oh, there's Joe Pesci, yeah. and I got to pay attention because he's funny. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He was funny. It's funny. I was talking about this with my dad, and I said, you know, I was watching Lethal Weapon the other night, and he was like, oh, yeah. He said, and I remember this from being a kid watching this with you, and he's like, huh? I said, yeah, I was outside riding my bike with my buddy across the street, and I come in, and it was uh, the part towards the end of the first one where, they go to rescue the daughter that gets kidnapped and they're driving through the desert. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I was like, how are these guys driving their cars through the desert, not getting any puncture weeds, like popping their tires. Cause I was like five or six or something. And I had no idea. And because I'd just been riding my bike, got a whole bunch of puncture weeds in it and my tire was flat. So I was pissed off. <laughs> and then I, so I was telling my dad that like recounting the scene and everything. And then once I saw that, like, the memory came back of writing of everything that happened. And he's like, Oh, let you watch that. And I was like, well, parts of it. And he's like, okay. I didn't know you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I think that's one of the better parts of the movie where, um, you know, Riggs is using the sniper rifle to try to like take out. Yeah. Take everyone out. That was really good. Um, I like the kind of recurring gag that Danny Glover is just, bait all the time yeah you know while reese is doing like all the heavy lifting <laughs> they use that really well in the fourth one uh-huh where uh it's stuck behind the car the yeah movie. stuck yeah. behind the car has eventually get out and nothing but his underwear <laughs> yeah i think by the time they hit the fourth movie the movie it's like the film has descended so far into parody upon itself because like the villain that they're about to fight like 
has a machine gun and a flamethrower. And he's mm-hmm. wearing like full body armor, like heavy armor, like plates. You Who know, is it, in the four- is it Jet Li in the Jet Li is the okay. The that's third, what I was thinking. I need to watch the fourth one. Sounds and awesome. <laughs> they don't let him do very much, like yeah. kung fu or anything like that. Well, he's he, wearing a metal suit. Well, no, that's not him. <laughs> oh, so it's like the introductory villain. So the oh, movie okay. starts, and they're like just driving down the road and there's some maniac blowing up a gas station. And so they decide to stop and fight him. That's one thing about these movies is that like, Mel they're just always dri- looking for a fight. The version <laughs> of LA that they live in is like, they're just driving down the road and some building is exploding uh-huh. or like, you know what I mean? Just randomly a boat comes by and it happens to be filled with Ill, like people who are trafficking people. You know what I mean? Like, you know what it is? They live in the GTA universe. <laughs> they do live in the GTA Ooh, I universe. Like it. Dude, uh, that is awesome. That's why those yeah, cops are so aggressive. That's kind of fun to think of it that way. Uh, yeah, they just like literally around any corner. It's like the second that Riggs decides like, oh, this is boring. We need to go do something yeah. else. Like, the world of GTA just springs to life <laughs> and some crazy thing happens. Yeah. Um, I feel terrible for uh, Murtaugh, uh, Danny Glover's character, yeah. Murtaugh, his family having to live in that house that just disintegrates over the course of four movies. You know what's <laughs> weird, though? Right. I feel bad for him, but I don't because they're a weird family. In the first one, the dad's just sitting there in the bathtub. It's his birthday. The whole family. Neither the whole yeah. family's in there. That is weird. That's, I thought they the do it twice. Thing. They do it in the second one too. I is it? And maybe the third one. I don't remember the third one, but there's at least two movies where they come in while he's in the bathtub and they're just like hanging out, talking to him. Like I thought that was kind of weird. You too. got your house coming to be exploded for a reason. Like, <laughs> well, so the first movie come up for being weird. in the first movie, he drives the car through his own house. Right, because the yes. bad guys are in yeah. there to try to get the drop on them. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I should have taken better notes. I remember just thinking that the decision making of these guys is just ridiculous yeah. <laughs> on both sides too. The <laughs> villains and the good guys, yeah. like they just do the dumbest stuff. Hey, it's, it's over the top. See, I get it from Mel Gibson's character because in the yeah, he's supposed the, to be crazy. Well, yeah, but in the first uh, movie when you see him, he just takes a huge chunk of that cocaine and just swallows it and then shoots those guys like. He's a wild person. Well, he's, he's already uh, messed up. He's he's basically just, he's not scared of death. Exactly. He doesn't care. He just so, goes. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I get why he has horrible decision making. Yeah. Like his brain's well, gone. <laughs> his character is weird too because there's like the scene where he puts the gun in his mouth and they're trying to like really humanize him and make you feel bad mm-hmm. for him. But then in the next scene, he's like all wacky and like he's a cartoon character. Yeah. You know he's what all I mean? wacky. He grabs that guy off the bridge. And he's yeah. like, he's like, hey, you want to see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> and then he jumps. Like, I don't which, know, man. Which I thought was funny, too, because it's like, this guy's going to jump. Oh, let's see what happens when you jump. There's a huge old thing down there to catch this guy regardless. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, yeah, let's jump. And I'd be like, yeah, let's jump. There's something down there to catch us. Woo-hoo. Okay. <laughs> $200, would you go do that right now? Yes. With the big blow up thing? Yes. From 30, 40 feet up? Yes. I don't believe you. <laughs> Without you, the blow-up thing, $200. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you after. Make it three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll even pay you before you jump. <laughs> I'll see what happens. I would. <clears throat> Just go over your limp bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Take the money back. I think um, that'd be a blast. But yeah, yeah. that, that, that scene too. Like, that. like the guy's going to jump. Skydiving. <laughs> um, anyway, the scene where they he 
He's spo- they're supposed to talk the guy down off the roof. Yeah. They don't even get called to that scene. Aren't they just driving by and they see it or they overhear it on the radio and just decide to go there? They What were they doing? Because they Riggs were in is, the I'm area. pretty sure Riggs is dr- driving and they're in the area and they overhear the call. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's and not for them. Oh, they want they want they, someone to come and talk that guy down a, off the ledge. A negotiator. Yeah. And, he, and he's not a negotiator. No, Murtock said not Murtock. Uh Riggs said that he's done it before and so they're like, "Okay, we're on our way." Okay, well, either, but I just remember something, like, he does, He hadn't actually done it before or something. He's, he said he's done it once when they get to the scene. Anyway, he's full of crap. Like, oh, yeah. He shows up there. He prob- well, no, and- he's, he probably did it once, but the guy jumped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or he it's got just, pushed. first off, the guy's up there, and they've got the big blow-up thing, right? Yeah. So they put the thing under him, so he knows that, well, he's now they've safe. ruined my suicide. If I jump, I'm safe. Unless mm-hmm. he runs to the other side of the roof. Or I guess you could do take a header. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you aim head down. Swan dive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could still kill yourself, I guess, that way. Yeah. So it's not 100% proof. Um, But his job is to, like, talk this guy down. And he goes up there, and he's, like, talking to him. And he's doing a decent job at first. And then just all of, like, he's basically got the yeah. guy deciding to come down. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, just kidding. Hey, here. Let's just jump off of this thing. Yeah. And the guy's like, I don't want to jump anymore. And he's like, oh, too bad. We're going. Yeah. Handcuffed together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. even if the guy doesn't want to, he's going to pull him off. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Anyway, they're, like I said, their decision making is just crazy. Which, yeah. Like, you know your house better than the other people. Like when he drives his car through there, why not like sneak in through a window? Or something. Instead, you're driving your car that's through not your living fun. room. That's not a big surprise. Anyway. <laughs> Which, the other thing I noticed about this movie. You know what? He was probably doing it for insurance. It's true. See? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is. And another, like, no, actually, another thing I've noticed about these early action movies, and I think it's more noticeable in this one, is the uh, stunt doubles. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can totally tell that they are, yeah. like, stunt doubles. They do not look <laughs> anything but I think I noticed the same thing in um, Face Off. Face Off, you notice it really bad. Yeah. Um, but it's just mm. those, what's that smirk for? <laughs> I, just, I will never think that that's a good movie. <laughs> One of Nicolas Cage's best. <laughs> so I think not I like that. <laughs> yeah, we've been over this before. I like Nick Cage. I just don't think that movie's any good. And that is one of the things where, like, the the process of thinking in the plot makes no sense to me. Face yeah. off. Yeah, but then they leave the guy with his face off just unattended. He was for not who supposed knows how to long. wake up. Yeah, but you think you want to make sure, like, well, pump him full of more drugs and strap him down <laughs> in case he wakes up. As far as they knew, he was a noodle. <laughs> A noodle. What do you call it? <laughs> Vegetables. There you go. <laughs> what are those other food items? I'm just saying. It was in the right direction. In the real, in the real world, if that were something to happen, if they were going to transplant someone's face, they would strap that person down and make sure they had enough drugs to not wake up. <laughs> Wakes up, just start scratching his face. It's a little itchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the second movie I did. I remember the showdown being better. Okay. Thinking back on it than when I actually watched it. Mm -hmm. Like, he uses that nail gun to hit a few people. Yeah. I think it's weird that, like, he's, like, nailing them just to the tarp. And, like, they can tear through it when they're, like, trying to stab him or, like, just punch him or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then he, like, nail guns them and it holds them up somehow. Well, one of them was supposed to be, like, his hand into the board. And then he gets them in the face. Mm. Well, I didn't see him 
Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. Yeah. But to me, I didn't see the nail in the hand. I just yeah. saw him like reach back and hit him in the face through the tarp. Yeah, because the and guy then he moves away and he's just like the guy there. reaches through and he's like grabbing him and he uh, gets his hand or his arm and nails him to the framing and then gets him in the face and then walks away. So yeah, he's like kind of hung up. Anyway, I didn't care much for like the the property development gunfight with yeah. all the buildings on fire. I don't know. It just seemed chaotic. Like, you couldn't tell what was going on where and stuff. Yeah. That's the way it felt to me, anyway. Uh, speaking of, so, where the daughter has that commercial. <laughs> that was really funny. For the condoms. <laughs> He's all excited about it, Danny Glover. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And then it comes on. and Cute little commercial yeah, until the end. <laughs> turns out to be a condom commercial. And he goes... Turn the TV off. I don't like this. But <laughs> that the first one or the second one? That was the, second, the second one. one. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a moment where they introduce uh, Joe Pesci's character, and he's like, man, I don't know who who she is, but she really wants some, She really makes me want to buy some rubbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Danny Glover, just that look on his face, is just like, man, I will beat the crap yeah. out of you, dude. <laughs> and I like how the younger daughter is like, Dad, I know about all this stuff. They teach it in human biology. Human, what the? Give it to your room. <laughs> just can't handle yeah. it. Yeah, Danny Clover's character in this is just kind of a... He's a, a putz. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of a clown. You yeah. Know? He's not... He's like a sad clown. Yeah. Like, he's not funny on purpose <laughs> ever, you know? He's a sad clown. I think he's funny. He's well, funny. Yeah, he's funny, but like I said, he's not funny on purpose oh, ever. Okay. He's always the butt of the joke. Everything yeah. happens to him. Like, Riggs... The beginning of the fourth movie is a perfect example of that. So they're fighting yes. this flamethrower guy, and he's like, take all your clothes off and just go run out there and, you know, dance around in your underpants. It'll distract him long enough that he'll turn and I'll be able to shoot the gas tank. <laughs> And then he, like, strips down to his underpants, and he's like, are those hearts on your underwear? <laughs> like, he stops an extra second to make fun of him. Yeah. When he could have just ran out there. He didn't have to take all of his clothes off. Yeah. Which I think, though, that that's kind of what makes... It makes the buddy cop. Yeah. yeah. You have to... It the does, silliness. It does yeah. go to, like, you know, building their relationship with one another. You know, yeah. like, at the end of the third movie, when they're on the boat, at the end of the film, mm -hmm. um, after the shootout and Riggs has been shot like 30 <laughs> times, um, which I remembered the final line, that guy, when he's like, diplomatic immunity, and shoots <laughs> with a handgun from like, who Super knows far, how yeah. high up, like 50 feet away or something. And he hits him every time, like <laughs> super accurate with that gun from such a distance. <laughs> and then Danny Glover shoots him just like right through the head from the same distance. Uh -huh. Like, Pow! Oh man, just so over the top. But I like how he's like unloading on rigs and he's just like rolling around on the ground <laughs> in the bottom of this ship. Uh, and then they have that moment at the end where he's like, I love you, man. Oh, I love you too. Uh -huh. And he's like, he's holding him while he's waiting there with him because he doesn't want Riggs to die or whatever, you know? But all of those movies have something ridiculous like that in yeah. them, you know? Your license has been revoked. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Well, he just, yeah, he just says, it's been revoked. Oh, yeah, it's been revoked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a terrible thing to say to someone <laughs> as you kill them. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> The villain's not even scary. Yeah. Oh, man. At least Jet Li's, like, ripping people's throats out and stuff. Yeah. Like, he is he is the best villain of the four movies, for sure. True. <laughs> um, but it's Jet Li. I mean, come on. Yeah, Jet Li is awesome. Uh, 
That being said, they could have let him do more cool stuff. Yes. He doesn't get to do enough. But at uh, the same time, you can't let him show up the two. I think you can. That much. I think you can Why because not? you're four movies in. So we've seen enough of these guys. That's true. And they seem to be able to overcome just insurmountable odds. Yeah. So you need a legit villain. That's true. You know? Yeah. And if he's amazing, then it just goes to show their cred that they can beat this amazing bad guy. Which they are amazing. Yeah. See? They could have made it work. <laughs> um. Anyway... I, for some reason, have this memory in my head, and I thought it was from this movie where Jet Li runs up like a window and somebody smashes like a car or a four-wheeler through the window. What did we talk about? We talked about this in another episode. Yeah. Well, I think because we were mentioning this. I mentioned I'd bought those two movies. Yes, that's what it was, and you knew exactly what movie it was. (laughs) Which movie was it? I bought that double pack of movies, and I was was like, it was a double double pack. pack. Jetly uh, double pack that I bought at Seven Eleven for five like, bucks. Okay. What was it? Unchained or something? Unchained was one of them. And yeah, there was. Oh, the other one. one was Fearless. He doesn't do that in either of those movies. Yeah. No. But yes. oh no, we were talking about Jetly, and it came up though. Yeah. So for some reason, I guess my memory just gets jumbled up about that. Yeah. I know that Tony Yaw does it in one of his movies. Like Ong Bak or Warrior or whatever yes, it's called. Yes, because I actually but, said that and you corrected me about which movie it was. Yeah, <laughs> but Jet Li does it too. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it's in like Cradle to the Grave or something That's what like I mean. That. You corrected me on saying it was Jet Li that did it first. And, oh, yeah, it was yeah. definitely Jet Li. Yeah. yeah, so it probably was Cradle to the Grave. But I don't know why. When I was watching the fourth movie, I just thought that was in there yeah. all of a sudden. And then it wasn't, and I was disappointed. <laughs> it's just every Jet Li movie you watch. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, Every Jet Li movie. Here it comes. Like, fearless. He's like, watch this. He's going to run up a glass window. <laughs> this car's going to go blast through it. <laughs> it's funny because that movie predates automobiles, Zach. <laughs> I haven't seen him yet, so. Oh, you must Dude. Like good. I said, I bought those movies. I just... I'll watch them. Anyway, there's some funny stuff that happens in this movie, the fourth one. I, it's the one that sticks the most in my memory. One, because it was the one I watched most recently because I watched yeah. them in order. And two, because it actually held my attention, you know? <laughs> so, but there's some funny stuff like Riggs and uh, Danny Glover, they they basically come up with this scheme to break into this building where, oh, no, I'm confusing it with the third movie. Uh, with the... The like Nazi people is that the mm. second one or the third one? There's a the where Nazi. he breaks the fish tank in the wall. That's in that's, the first. No, the fish no, tank in the wall. That's the fourth one. No, no it's, it's not. not because I watched that one. Because that's because he the goes one where he like, dates that that German girl. Yeah, because she works in the office. Yeah, this is why I should have watched the third and the fourth one. <laughs> I think it's the third one because that's the guy who's the foreigner. Because no, that's the, why he has diplomatic. The immunity. third one is where they're building the. Houses with the gun runner. Oh, okay. It's a, well, I'm mixing them up. First or second then. one. Oh, my gosh. These movies are bad. all so similar. They really are. They all blend together. All the villains are the same. The heroes <laughs> are the same. <laughs> They're all the same until Jet Li, because he could kill people with his bare hands. But uh, It's the first one, because they're drug smugglers. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? Because um, he dates that blonde lady. And I thought, I thought that was not in the first one. Because yep. he, it's the same lady in the third and the fourth one. Because Rene Russo, Rene Russo, uh, is that who the actress is? That he dates in the third and fourth one. Yeah, that Riggs dates. Yes. Boy, we're good at our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he. So the blonde one's in the second one. Oh yeah, the diplomats are 
it's in number two. That's where he goes okay. into it and he shoots the fish tank. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's the second best yeah, one because it, it has the crazy one-liner at the end, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, so he sneaks in and basically uh, Joe Pesci and him go into this bank and they're like, hey, my friend wants to go to South Africa. Yeah. And I want you to tell him why that's a bad idea. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, why is it a bad idea? Well, because he's African or he's black. Because and he's of like, apartheid. Oh, that is a really bad idea. And then he comes and sits down and he's like arguing with him. And they use that as a distraction for Mel Gibson to get upstairs yeah. to talk to those guys. And he just hides behind the door. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he just like slams the door to let them all know that he's there. Yeah. And he pulls his gun out. He's still in a room surrounded by people. Yeah. And obviously they run this building so they could just mm-hmm. kill you and let and get away with it. You know? <laughs> Cause isn't it the embassy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, see, so I fell asleep during this one. Like I do most. Of <laughs> gonna say, what else? Is um, you probably yeah. fell asleep at this moment. <laughs> I think I probably did. I, I probably this is like did. Two thirds of the way in. Yeah. <laughs> But that has my favorite part in this movie. The, out of all the movies, my absolute favorite part is where Danny Glover gets stuck on the toilet with yeah. the bomb. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because he says he gets up early in the morning, early in the night to yeah, go to so the bathroom. Yeah, so this is the one where they're they're targeting. They're not actually specifically targeting Danny Glover. They're just targeting cops in general. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he happens to be one of them because this is the same movie where that lady on the diving board explodes. Okay, yeah. yes, yeah. But they start to figure out who the cops are that are trailing them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why he gets targeted. But then uh, it's ridiculous because he's sitting on the toilet early morning, late night, whatever it is. And then the whole morning, I believe. The whole family's there and then leaves. He never says a word to them like, hey, call my partner. Hey, call the bomb squad. Call anyone. He just <laughs> sits there. Doesn't say anything to anyone, so then the cop has to go check on him because no one knows where he is. He didn't check in at work. That's Can you so imagine stupid. how dead your butt would be? Exactly. Well, that's why he can't get up. <laughs> oh yeah, touche. He has to have uh, rigs pull him off the toilet. Yeah, they pull him yeah. and they fall into the, the, the bathtub. bathtub. But it's so ridiculous. Like if you know you're sitting on a bomb, yell to your wife, <laughs> yell to your kid. Someone they already come I mean, in. You gotta pretend in the like bathtub. nothing's going on, so they'll leave. Why? Sacrifice. That's stupid when you can get a bomb squad there. <laughs> it's the late 80s. You never know. Which fun uh, fact about the whole bomb scene in the toilet. They could have survived that. They did it on Mythbusters. <laughs> they oh, tested the toilet, if they just sat yeah. there or whatever. If they sat there and then pull them onto the bathtub, you could survive it. <laughs> okay. I actually wondered that because I thought, I don't they think do you could that, survive in the that. Tom but. Jane Punisher movie, too. Yeah, in a fridge, though, right? No, no, no. he's in a tub. No. Yeah, Because he is. throws the grenade out the door. Yeah, that's true. And the door closes and he dives mm-hmm. it. And then the guy hits it with the, the board or whatever and yeah. knocks it through the window. I don't know why you have interior windows to your bathroom in your apartment, but he does. For funsies. And so it lands on the tile in front of him, so he just dives in the tub and it explodes. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess... We'll jump back to the fourth movie again. <laughs> oh, man. These movies, they really are, like, they're good, but there's a lot of unmemorable stuff. They're good, but they're not great. Yeah, that's why, yeah. We summed it up at the beginning well, of the episode. Thanks for listening this far. <laughs> well, I'll even say it about this, too. It has the quintessential 80s music for a cop movie. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, for like, sure. Well, not it's only the that, best. and the so explosions have, for yeah, yes, 
like all the sexy cop music. Uh, yes. Even when something not sexy is happening. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know. I was noticing that as I was yeah. watching them. I'm like, this has like the perfect cop 80s music. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When the first one started, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like they'll be showing something that's not even that cool, but they're playing that cool like. Uh-huh. Do, 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 music in the background or whatever, you know? Yeah, techno-y stuff. Yeah, it's like the soft dance music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like it's like erotic sounding in a way. You know what I mean? It's definitely... Yeah. It's, it's, it's erotic it, sounding without being erotic. It sounds like they should be playing it when Mel Gibson is like... It's walking her, around with no pants on. Yeah, in the moonlight <laughs> in his trailer. Like, that's when that music should be playing or like yeah. when he's about to sleep with some girl mm-hmm. character, you know what I mean? But instead, they're, like, playing that music when he's, like, just getting a beer from the fridge. Uh-huh. You know what it's I mean? because he's so sexy. Well, and they even <laughs> they even continue that music, if I remember right, in the Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. So. Um, Lethal Weapon 4 is the one where they uncover, like, well, so they're on the boat with, uh, it's Riggs, Murtaugh, and David, and, uh, What's his face? Pesci. Joe Pesci's Pesci. character. I can't remember the name of the character. Um, but they're on the boat together. and Leo gets. Yeah, yeah gets. Leo. And, um, Leo gets, because Leo gets get, whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> <laughs> I like in the third one where they're like, you're a PI? <laughs> He's like, I can carry a gun now because I'm a PI. <laughs> oh, that's right. He goes from being a money launderer to a private investigator. <laughs> Anyway, they're all on Murtaugh's boat, mm-hmm. and th- they're out fishing, and Leo catches a shark <laughs> off the coast of L.A., and they reel it into the boat, and they can't figure out what to do with it. And then they're talking about, like, I think they're just talking about how they loved being each other's, like, partners or whatever because he's going to retire again because he was supposed to retire in the third movie, but then something happens. They get busted down to beat cops, and then before they get, they get promoted again at the end of the movie, but... By that point in time, they're so, uh, they like offset his retirement somehow yeah. or whatever. What happens in the third one is there's a bomb inside a uh, car in the parking structure or some of the, some big building, and so uh, Riggs of course goes in because he knows how to defuse a bomb and then does not know how to defuse the bomb, and they blow up the building. Right. Because well, that they, happens at the beginning of the movie too. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why they get. Um, knock down to beat cops. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and so, yeah, it blows up because he doesn't want to wait for the bomb squad because he just wants to die. Yeah. So that's why he gets knocked down. And then gotcha. they're harassing that jaywalker guy. <laughs> <laughs> that and then funny. the lady who drives the armored car is like all way yeah. into Murtaugh. <laughs> <That whole, laughs> He's hiding behind the desk trying yeah. to hide from her. Dude, that whole uh, scene is so good. I like in the fourth one too how like, Riggs keeps putting up the newspaper clipping of uh, Danny Glover in his underwear <laughs> fighting that guy, even though it's been like a year since that happened because it jumps forward, you know? Yeah. And every time he sees it, he's like, come on, guys, that was like a year ago. <laughs> this isn't funny anymore. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> and and uh, Mel Gibson's just like, oh, come on, guys, this isn't funny. And he tears it down and wrinkles it up, throws it away. And then he like walks away and he turns and he's like, come on, come on, come on. And they hand him another one and he just puts it back on the window. <laughs> So he's got like a stack of them. Well, isn't he retiring every film? I don't think so. Because the first one is his 50th birthday, and he's gonna. I thought he was gonna retire. Well, I think in the first one he's like a few years away. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's that's when they become partners for the first time. Yeah, and then the second one is like 
shortly after the first one. When he was going to retire yeah. or something. Or he maybe mentions it towards the end or something. Yeah, yeah. and then it goes to the third one. But the, he doesn't. Yeah. And then in the third one, it like pushes his retirement back because they bust him down or something like that. He was eight days away. Yeah, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because it's based off of like your pension that you earn over years worked. So it doesn't really matter what position you're in. Yeah. So he would still be able to retire. Yeah. And then well, by the end we, of the movie, he gets his position back. Yeah. So he's only busted down for like a week, you know? <laughs> like, they probably haven't even finished filing the paperwork yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the fourth one, they do the exact opposite of that because they uncover this, uh, they find that somebody's like trying to create fake Chinese money. And uh, <laughs> anyway... That what they decide is after what happened with the guy who blows up the gas station and stuff at the beginning is the department is up for renewing their insurance, but the insurance company won't renew the insurance. Ooh, sorry guys. I'm just burping <laughs> for the police force while Riggs and Murtaugh are still on the working cases because they're Which too is, much of a risk. Yeah. So they promote them both to captain which is a desk job. Yeah. And the captain is like, all right, so you'll both be captains with me now. And they're like, three captains in one department? And he's like, yeah, you guys can still work cases. Just do it from behind a desk. <laughs> all right? And we'll get our insurance back. And they don't listen to him at all. They just continue yeah. to work the case and cause death and destruction wherever they go. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, he just gives them their regular badges back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, in this movie... There's a funny scene where they're trying to basically f- figure out why um, the old Chinese guy is, uh, how he's involved with, what, because I jumped forward too far. When, back when they're on the boat and they caught the shark, mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what to do with the shark. And they're saying something about like how, you know, their life has gotten boring and, you know, they're talking about life and whether he's going to marry the lady who's going to have his kid or whatever, you know, yeah, Rene Russo. Yeah. And, um, all of a sudden this giant boat comes out of nowhere. I don't know how they didn't see it coming. Cause it's massive. <laughs> like it looks like an oil tanker sized boat. Like this thing is huge. <laughs> and they're just in a tiny little, you know, like a three man boat. And it basically like hits them and like the waves are going all crazy and starts the boat sinking. And they like, <laughs> catch up to this boat and while they're like shooting back and forth they've got just pistols and these guys have like rifles they're shooting having a shootout between the two boats and they get on there and discover the they have a shootout and kill a bunch of dudes and then they discover that there's a bunch of people in the hull of the boat so they have uh whoever comes and deals with that stuff people who yeah. are here illegally um come and round them all up to send them back to china or whatever but turns out it's not the old Chinese guy who's, like, pulling all the strings. That's just the guy who, like, owns the company that arranged the shipments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Jet Li is, like, part of the triad family who leads all the triads. And so he's trying to bring some people in to get this guy to help them make this fake money so he can buy back the imprisoned members of his triad family. Um, and that's basically the plot. Hmm. But there's a funny moment where they see one of the guys from the boat who jumped in the water and escaped, and another guy outside of the restaurant that's a front. And so they go chasing these two guys, and the actual villain gets away. And then Jet Li murders him on a rooftop with prayer beads, which I don't know why he has, because he's not Catholic, <laughs> obviously. You know what I mean? Maybe like, he just killed a nun. It's a disguise. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> 
But anyway, so of the guy, sorts. the <laughs> bad guy gets away. But they, you know what I they mean. They end up catching the other Chinese guy and arresting him under the impression that he, because he was standing by that Chinese guy, that he's part of like this evil group of people. Oh, so but they're racial reality, profiling. Yeah, they're 100% they're racial missing. profiling. <laughs> but in reality, that guy just works at the Chinese restaurant. And they're like, well, why'd you run? And he's like, because you have a gun. You're <laughs> shooting it at me. Well, what's today's specials? And he just tells them what the specials are. And they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> he does work here. <laughs> he does work there. Oh, man. But yeah, Jet Li, um, he strangles that guy with the, some beads. I know that he does like rip someone's throat out at one point. And then uh, I think that's all the hand-to-hand combat stuff he really does. And then the final fight at the end of the movie he just has Don't guns. They run through a warehouse at one point? Yeah. Trying to go, am I thinking of the right movie? <laughs> Possibly. What does the warehouse look like? <laughs> Was it red or white? If it was under construction, yes, then it's this movie. Okay, yes, yeah. And then he's like, like doing. That's where he does like a bunch of weird moves, going all over the place. Mm-hmm. Hits him with a book, couple boards, and yes, okay, yeah. And they're and Murtaugh's having a shootout and stuff. It's like a it's like a construction warehouse. Yes, yeah. yeah. So Murtaugh's having a shootout, and Riggs is trying to fight Jet Lee. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on, and it ends with them both falling into the water because part of the building breaks away. Yes. And they're stuck down there in the water and Riggs picks up an AK or a AK 47 off the ocean floor because <laughs> it fell in there with him, And he just like chambers around and then just like underwater just pumps like a ton of rounds into Jet Li who's still like swimming around down there like <laughs> ready to go. But yeah, they really didn't do it. Let him do a lot. You know, like he does do some cool moves and he like, you know, runs up a wall maybe at one point yeah, to get on top of something. He does some kicks, but he really doesn't do a whole lot. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no like, I don't know. Everybody else is just using guns and shooting each other and stuff like that. Hmm. But uh, anyway, then Riggs is trapped underwater because like some concrete thing falls and lands on his leg. While he's down there shooting yeah. Jet Li. So then Murtaugh has to jump in to like try to save him. And between the two of them, they're able to lift this giant concrete <laughs> slab off of Freeze's legs. And they're, for some reason, not broken, so he can just swim away. And so they it's live. It's underwater. Things are lighter. And I think there. I think he stabbed Murtaugh with like a piece of rebar. Or yeah, something. if I remember yeah. right, yeah. So They got fun. pretty beat up. Yeah. They, def- they definitely get chewed up by yes. Jet Li. He's the most... He was the most threatening of all the villains, for sure, because hmm. he did the most damage. But it just could have been cooler than it was. Yeah. So what's funny about this movie, when I my dad used to do security at the theaters, he let me go watch this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is, my dad let me watch so many movies I probably shouldn't have as a nine-year-old, <laughs> ten-year-old. I think well, that's, this one, I think so that's by how the time old I was, 98, the... 11. He's 11. <laughs> By the time they get to the third movie, there's like not any nudity anymore. Yeah. Was so, there in the second one? There was in the in second one. In the second one. one, there is. The blonde, when they're in the the blonde German girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the third one, I don't remember there being any. And for sure, there's not in the fourth one. Yeah, I know there was at the very first of the first one. I don't remember the second one. But. Yeah, first and second. And then, yeah, they stop in the third one. <laughs> Just a lot of language, I, though. I also... Mm-hmm. In the fourth one, I like, um, uh, let me check. I want to double check who this is. Sometimes I confuse Chris Rock, Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah. Sometimes I get hit. Like, I don't know why, but sometimes because they're both Chris's, sometimes I confuse his name with Chris Tucker, you know, 
But that's who looks similar. Well, yeah, but he's in the Rush Hour movies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Chris Rock is in this one. Is this not the same thing that you give me a hard time about? <laughs> well, these guys have the same first name. All I'm confusing is the last name. I know what he looks like. Oh, like no, okay. If you held up a picture of both of them and you were like, which one's in this movie? I could tell you. I'm just flipping two last names. I'd be able to figure out what's his name. If I held up a picture of the guy, what's, what's his something name? Washington. Reggie Washington. Yeah, Reggie Washington. Something. And James Harden, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> now I would. <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> their, their names aren't even similar. My guys have the same first name. <laughs> they have the same beard. <laughs> Your guys don't share the same profession. Mine do. <laughs> they kind of did. <laughs> Because he pretends to be an athlete on ballers? Yes. <laughs> it's a different sport. <laughs> Still. Oh, man. Anyway. I still say it's the same. <laughs> I think it, that was a really funny dynamic where Chris Rock. <laughs> yes. uh, Chris Rock's character is the father of the baby that his daughter is hiding from him, even though she's clearly pregnant in the movie. Right. I don't know how he could not notice. Um, but somehow the mom knows and uh, Rene Russo's character knows. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows except for him and he lives with her. Uh-huh. So how could you not know? He doesn't and, uh, pry into her business. <laughs> yeah. Well, when your business sticks out two feet in front of you in the middle of your belly, you know what I mean? And it's bulbous. He fell in love with her head and face, not the rest of her, just for her body. <laughs> well, it's his daughter, so I would hope I so. Know. You know what I mean? But anyway. I forgot who we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about how Danny Glover hasn't noticed his daughter is obviously super pregnant with Chris Rock's baby. Oh, okay. He doesn't know Chris Rock is the father, but he yeah, also doesn't seem to yet, be able to. they're not married yet, are they? Mm, yes, they're... they are. Oh, okay. Secretly married, yes. Okay. But he doesn't seem to notice that she's pregnant. Yeah. When she's very obviously pregnant for the rest of anyone watching the movie. But anyway, um, I like that he thinks that Chris Rock is into him. So he starts hiding from Chris Rock because Chris Rock is also a detective and he's trying to like get on Danny Glover's good side before he lets him know like, Hey, just so you know, I secretly married your daughter and got her pregnant and we didn't tell you anything about it. That's right. Yes. But, uh, so he's like bringing him drinks and oh man, like after they stop the boat with all the the people trafficking in it, uh-huh. he's like, oh, you're all wet, man. Let me get you a blanket, man. You look cold. I'll get you a blanket. Somebody get this man a blanket. Like, <laughs> like he's like way over the top about it. And then it, that continues throughout the movie. He's like, you need a coffee? I'll be right back, man. I'm going to get your coffee or whatever. Oh, you guys, I, I can drive you. I can drive you wherever you need to go. You just say, oh, I will drive you there or whatever, you know? And so he thinks that he's like, coming on to him and like attracted to him yes. for whatever reason. And really he's just trying to get into his good graces for when he tells him what's going on later. Yeah. And Riggs knows the whole time and specifically helps push the narrative. I mean, <laughs> I would too. Just <laughs> right. Just to mess with him. Right. And then later when he finds out, he punches Riggs in the face for, for messing with him the whole time. I thought that was really funny. Um, I think that this movie also has the best chase scene in it. Because the other ones, they all have some kind of car chase scene. Yeah. And most of them, it's like, yeah, there's a car wreck here. Maybe a car explodes there or whatever. But in this one, 
they're chasing them and they like kind of get away. The two cars split up and they follow one and Chris Rock's character is supposed to follow the other one in a different vehicle. And they're trying to catch up to him because I think they kidnapped Joe Pesci. If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, they see them in between them and their car. There's a, a semi truck with like one of those like portable houses on it, like half a house. And so they drive up to the back window and Mel Gibson gets out on the front of the car and climbs into the house. And then he just like rips open the window and punches through the (laughs) passenger window and rips the guy out of the car and into the house. And they start fighting in the house and they're like throwing each other up against like the see-through like tarp essentially. Yeah. And I just think that's cool because it's like, I don't know how much of it was filmed on an actual freeway or how fast they were really going. Probably not very fast if at all, but it's just, it's a cool idea that they're having a physical fight in the middle of middle of the freeway. The freeway going 80 miles an hour or whatever. I'm not going to lie. As a younger kid, when I saw those houses going by, I always hoped to see someone in there doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that there was, there would be somebody like just living in there. Yeah, just hanging out. (laughs) One point doesn't, is it Riggs? He falls off. So they fall out. So buy the yeah, so they both fall out, but there's like a they're like throwing the furniture at each other in yeah. there too. So he lands on like a coffee table, and one of them goes under a car, but he lands on the coffee table and is holding on to the tarp as it's like tearing away That's from the right. house. Yeah, he's like sliding. So he's being dragged by the semi truck driver who <laughs> seems to have no idea what's going on, even though at one point. Danny Glover like drives up next to him and he's like, pull over, pull over. And he's like, that's not a real badge. He <laughs> gets on the radio and he's like, I got a fake cop trying to pull me over. <laughs> I like, want to sell my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just transporting yeah. the house. I want to use that excuse the next time a cop pulls me over. <laughs> that's a fake badge. <laughs> Those are real sirens. Um, Anyway, so he won't pull You're over. Not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, there's like there the oh, other car. Hilarious. In the meantime, the other car circles around and is like trying to run over Riggs. And yeah. he's like trying not to get flattened while he's on this like table. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think that it was a really creative car chase scene. Like it's not the most it's not like I don't know. But any other movie with a chase scene probably has a better chase scene, but this yeah. one, I think it gets extra points because of creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that he gets out of the car and pulls the guy into the house. Yeah. And so there's like dueling cars between Danny Glover and the driver of the other car. And then these guys are fighting, but at the same time, they're both trying to like, you know, not let their guy die in this fight or yeah. whatever. I think in every movie, maybe not the first one, Mel Gibson is on top of a moving car going to another vehicle to fight. Is he? I don't even remember. I don't remember the first one. The second one, he gets on the uh, tow truck, or the car that's being pulled by the tow truck, and then climbs onto the tow truck. Okay. And then the third one, he's on the police truck, or no, the armored vehicle. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then also he's chasing the, oh, no, he's just chasing people on motorcycles, and then he wrecks. I thought Mm. he jumped onto it. Um, yeah, and then the fourth one, he yeah. does that. Yeah, but see the wild the character. wild the wild <laughs> or the the armored car chase is pretty good. Yeah, it is it's good. pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But this one I just thought was oh yeah, it's way better. wildly it's entertaining. More fun. Yeah, yeah. So at one point, 
this was on at your house when I was over there, and Kara was in the room, and I said, hey, look, those are the Utah mountains. This was filmed on I-15, and she was like, what? No, really? And I had her going, and I think you, and then you looked it up. It was like, this was in California. <laughs> <laughs> you might have had me going. I'm easily gullible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did like how all these movies have ridiculously huge explosions for small things. Oh, yeah. Like in the third one, the uh, motorcycle falls off that overpass. It's this giant explosion from something that probably would just leak. <laughs> <laughs> well, most vehicles don't. Re- it's like 21 Jump Street. Like most yeah. vehicles don't explode. <laughs> in fact, none of them do. They catch fire and burn, yeah. but they won't ever just explode. You know yeah. what I mean? So. It's just funny that that's like such a uh, standard movie trope. But, it's but so I like in 21 Jump Street how like they keep causing these massive wrecks on that freeway yeah. chase scene and nothing ever explodes and they keep <laughs> looking like thinking it's going to explode yeah. <laughs> and nothing happens and then that guy lays down the motorcycle and like slides under that truck with the chickens on it yeah. and it's just a huge explosion <laughs> all of a sudden. That chicken explosion is every explosion in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just it's ridiculous. Awesome. No, I did forget about the part in the fourth one with the dentist. Uncle Benny. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the that's the old gas. Chinese guy. Yeah, uh-huh. and they're all laughing about like... They're laughing about um, Chris Rock finally comes clean. Uh-huh. And that's that's the building they're leaving when he punches Riggs in the face. Uh-huh. They're leaving the dentist office, yeah. That was one yeah, of They were getting high on the eyes. laughing gas because they were trying to interrogate and uh uncle ben and uh-huh. try to get him to tell Which them they, like trip on one of the cord and accidentally i unlodge his laughing gas if i remember right no they just turn it on yeah so there's like there's yeah one of them grabs the mask because it's not even on his face okay one of them grabs the mask and just turns it on and you see him like turn it up and it, like the little ball on the like meter like moves up to where the other one is yeah and he looks at it and then just keeps turning the knob and it goes like way up <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like all smelling it and getting high off of that's it. They're right just pumping it into the room essentially that's right yeah but they're trying to get him to tell them where they hid the family because they came and like kidnapped everyone yeah. at the house because this is the movie where he gets mad because, like, when his boat uh, sinks into the water at the end and the shark gets loose and tries it, like, they're all worried the shark is going to attack him. <laughs> um, he gets mad at Riggs because he's like, first it was my house or my garage, then my house, then my car, and now my boat. <laughs> like, everything that he loves, Riggs destroys in some form or fashion. Oh, that's right. But. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, I definitely think they're worth watching. You know, they've they've staked their place in buddy cop history. That's oh, for sure. I they're, would say they're a, they're easily a, top three in your buddy cop films. Uh, so I think historically important buddy cop films. Yes. yes, they're top three in that regard. But if I'm ranking just buddy cop movies, there's way more movies that I would rather watch than these. Yeah. Mm. Like it's up think to, about it. Like not necessarily they're the number one franchise. I'll yes. even say that. They're number one franchise because they have four movies. And I would say only the third one is kind of weak. Weak. Yeah, it's not yeah. memorable really. Um But I'm just saying, like, would you rather watch Hot Fuzz or any one of these movies? Probably Lethal Weapons. What? <laughs> I do love Hot Fuzz, but I would watch Hot Fuzz. 
What about Men in Black versus these? There's four of those, four of these. Mm, I did like Men in Black. I'd still probably watch A Lethal Weapon over Men in Black if I had a choice. See, I'd watch Men in Black. And maybe I it's just I because I haven't seen the fourth one. Maybe it's just because I've seen Men in Black too many times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're kind of old, in a sense. I was gonna say these are way older. Well, yes. <laughs> Rush Hour. I think the first two Rush Hour movies are combined better, See, a better duo would, than any of these. Four I probably films. would rather watch a Rush Hour over Lethal Weapon. Is Shanghai Noon? Is that kind of a buddy cop? I mean, they're not yes. really cops. You could kind of And one of them is actually a bandit. Yeah. But I would say it's kind of a buddy cop. Sure. You can kind of classify it as it. Yeah. So I'm just saying most buddy cops don't get sequels. You know, most of yeah. them are standalone films. But I think in general, I would rather watch that standalone film than any one of these movies. Even the, yeah. like, I think the fourth one is the best. Would you agree? Yes. So the fourth Rush the fourth lethal weapon. I don't think stacks up against any one of those other movies that are on that board. Mm. I would rather watch one of those than watch Lethal Weapon Four. I think it depends on my mood. <laughs> if I'm being honest, fair enough. So in number three, where they have all that money on that boat, uh huh. Would you take a bundle of that money? Yes. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you would without any hesitation. You didn't even hesitate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the money on the boat, would you take? Yes. <laughs> would you? Uh, I don't know, probably. Yeah, I probably would Free too. money, dude. I just kind of feel bad and guilty about it, but then like, guys are a drug dealer and <laughs> killing people. It's going to go to the government and it's either going to get burned and ripped apart or redistributed. Dis- that distribute back. Yeah. I mean, funneled through the CIA back into the hands of other more, drug runners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, if there's no way shape or, I mean, this is, I guess it's a moral integrity. They're not going to notice that they're yeah. missing, you know, 40 Look, grand. I'll or say something. this. If yeah. I walk into an innocent person's boat and they just have money lying around, Probably not taking an innocent person's money. But no. how do you know he's innocent? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but if, like, if he's got in. that much money laying around, he's probably killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's uh, he cashed out all his bank accounts. He's going to go sail the seven seas. All right. <laughs> and uh, then you need gold. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, he's got a family or whatever. People working on the boat, maybe. And he suffers a heart attack, and I'm there. I'm not going to just steal from that guy. You know what I mean? He was nice. Yeah. He invited me on his boat. But if I'm like on a drug dealer's boat and he's a bad guy and everyone working there is a bad guy and the government's going to come and take all the money anyway. Yeah. I'm going to take some of that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to go through the stress of being on this guy's boat. <laughs> I feel like some kind of restitution is owed to me. You're getting paid for that stress. <laughs> am I? Yeah. You're on the clock. Oh, am I a cop? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I was just a person on the know. boat. <laughs> no, you're a cop. Okay, yeah, I'm still taking the money. <laughs> Cops get underpaid. <laughs> That's true. It's true. So, I mean, think of cop out, man. The guy's got to sell his his prized baseball character to pay for his daughter's wedding. He hasn't wedding. seen it. Oh, you haven't seen cop out? No. That's why we're spoilers. We're thinking about doing that next. <laughs> I we'll still see. haven't decided. <laughs> Um, interesting thing though about this uh, lethal weapons. I don't know if you guys knew this. Maybe you did. Uh, Shane Black uh-huh. was the writer created for all four movies. No, 
Didn't he write all four of them? He just did the. He was just a part of the first two. He's only credited for the characters in three and four. But if you remember right, he was the writer of last week's movie. Yeah, I thought that was one of the reasons why we we oh. talked about that last did week. Did we talk about that? Yeah, because oh. I pulled it up because he also did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or he has he has writing credits for other films. Yeah, that are really good. Yeah, for, yeah, he yeah, yeah. We talked about it already. Touche. Did you know that Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis were uh, supposedly going to be cast for each other's roles in Lethal Weapon and Die Hard? Which I don't think would have worked out as well. I also don't think. I, don't think, I think that possibly could have made the Lethal Weapon movies better, but Die Hard would have been worse. You're just yeah. biased. Maybe. <laughs> and then also, did you know that uh, Mel Gibson turned down the role for um, The Fly and The Untouchables, one of the roles in The Untouchables, to do this? Huh. Well, I'm glad he turned down The Fly, because yeah. I think Goldblum is awesome in that mm-hmm. Well, I guess I, I thought should that say was an older movie. One. Well, oh, the, oh, the, the first, first one. one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, we we didn't really do our normal thing where we go through each movie, <laughs> which is fine. Well, there's this four is of more them. fun. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, four of them. That would take forever. And directed by Richard Donner. Oh yeah, Donner then, Party of Eight. Donner. <laughs> um, yeah, this has the first cellular uh, phone in it. In the first lethal weapon. Hmm. That phone that Danny Glover's lugging around, that big Yeah, box. good heavens. <laughs> the Radio Shack model 17 1003. <laughs> I like how all of these movies at the very beginning, they have like the title card. Yeah. Where it goes like lethal weapon. And then like the number flat yeah. jumps onto the screen in one way or another. Yeah. Oh, not only, so number four, not only was this Jet Li's first American produced movie, it was also the first time he'd ever played a villain. I don't think he plays a lot of villains, though. Yeah, yeah, still. It's interesting. It's like Jackie Chan, man. That guy needs to be a villain. Yeah. I think he'd be really good. Like, the closest I think we're ever going to get, he probably has been a villain in some kung fu movie that I'm not aware of. I don't think he can. He's always been the Chinese face yeah but i mean maybe early in his career or something i don't think so i think that's how he got his start really well i don't know either either way the closest we're ever going to get is that movie the foreigner Mm -hmm. because he's actually he's like out for vengeance you know what i mean so he's i don't know he's a good guy doing bad things (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't know richard donner did all three movies or four movies sorry (laughs) the fourth one mel gibson finally cuts his hair He's yes. Rocking a, yeah. He's rocking a mullet and all the other ones. I mean, it's like long hair mullet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's 90s hair. Yeah. 90s mullet. Murtaugh's children are played by the same actor and actresses in all four films. Yeah, I thought so. Hmm. That's kind of cool. That's very rarely heard of. Uh, for Chris Tucker's character, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, and Lorenz Tate were all considered for the role. Oh, Chris Tucker and Chris Tucker. I was going to say, I could have yeah. sworn it was Chris Rock. Yeah. You just did the thing he did. I did. <laughs> Chris Tucker, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, and Lorenz Tate. Hmm. Decided to come on down off your high horse there, Zach, I see. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, 
What is the one line that is said in every four movies? I'm getting too, too old, old for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they yeah, both they both that. say it at the end of the the last one. Yeah. I didn't catch this, but apparently uh, Mel Gibson's character calls Jet Li's character Bruce in reference to Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. Hmm. The only lethal weapon movie where Murtaugh is involved in the final fight? Yeah, usually it's uh, Riggs. That's right. Scramble and pull everything together at the end. Didn't really put that together, but that's right. Because Murtaugh's too old for any of that stuff. So, you know, Christopher Reeve was supposed to be um, Riggs. Hmm. But he turned down the role. Sean Diddy Combs was considered for a part. Doesn't say which one. <laughs> the drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> Richard Donner's not dead, is he? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. This is the last movie that him and Mel Gibson have collaborated in. No, he's not. They've done six movies with each other, and with the Weapon 4 was the last one they did with each other. Hmm. Or the other movies they did together. Oh, let's see. So you got Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. Okay. (laughs) Conspiracy Theory and Maverick. So, I mean, I guess it doesn't really seem like that much when you do Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4, but still. Oh, you remember, um, so this is going to also be part of my theory that these guys are in GTA. The uh, part where... Uh, Riggs pulls down that house on the stilts in the second one. You do that. Oh, yeah, you do do GTA. that in GTA 5. Huh? Like the exact same looking house. Maybe GTA I copied them. Well, I'm That's sure they I did. Mean. But they're in. Yeah, because it's in GTA. He's just saying. My, oh, he made okay. that joke. My theory yeah. about him being part of GTA. Yeah. In yeah. GTA 5, you pull a house down off the side of the cliff. Yeah. yeah. That looks okay. very similar. Yeah. <laughs> and that scene cost over $500,000. <laughs> Which is oh, insane, man. man. What are the budgets on these things? Did you know? Uh, I didn't. I don't know, but I can look it up. You should look up number two because that scene alone is five hundred thousand. All right. Here, I'll go over the uh, box you, office real quick too. You do number one. Yeah, I got number one right here. Budget fifteen million dollars estimated. Um, uh, had a small opening weekend, only six million. But it grossed sixty five, and then worldwide was one hundred and twenty. Dang! So the first movie was well. a huge success. <laughs> so number two's budget was twenty eight million. Opening weekend got twenty of it back. Uh, worldwide gross was two hundred and twenty seven million. So I just saw a thing about number two said uh, made over eighty two million more than the first movie domestically, which is very unusual for a sequel and also the most successful of the franchise, totaling one hundred and forty seven point seven million domestically. Wow. Yeah, the third one made a hundred and forty four million domestically. But worldwide it made three hundred and twenty one and the budget was only thirty five million. <laughs> and then number four you got hundred and forty million. Was oh, the budget? Yeah. <laughs> budgets climbed quickly they jumped fast yeah went from 35 being the biggest yeah well wait what was the budget for the second one uh 20, 20. something yeah so the 20. budget jumped each time by less than 10 grand yeah, and, and then, then all of a sudden number four you got 140 million Jeez. opening weekend only did 34 million 
domestically, it did 130. Worldwide was 285. So it ultimately did make yeah, double, double its money, money back. But that's basically a flop for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's why, why we don't have a fifth one. How do you go from a $30 million budget to a $140 million? A lot unless of explosions. It's, well, unless it's it's what? Six years apart. Yeah, inflation. And so you've got a little bit of inflation. You're probably trying to get Mel Gibson back and Danny Glover, who are now want more names. money. Probably big. Yeah, they're bigger names than what they used to be. So they probably want more money. Because by that time, I don't know if Danny Glover's much bigger of a name. He's been around for quite a while. Well, by this point. Mel Gibson was the star. For Mel sure. Gibson. Yeah. I mean, because that by that time he did. Mel Gibson was only thirty when they started. So. You know, of course. Yeah, but Mel Gibson but in, was a big name, though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, in between the third one and the fourth one, I mean, he went off and did Ra- Ransom, yeah, Maverick. Um, that's uh, what I mean. Like his career is just getting started with all this, so yeah, yeah. he's going to be way more popular. By what's the, time. the What's the Scottish one he did? Braveheart. Braveheart. I think that was in between the third and fourth one. I think that was done sure. like what ninety three. Yeah. 94. I'll pull up his filmography. I'll find, I'll find out. So I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking of movies in between those conspiracy theory, which I heard was a pretty good movie. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, so that's, you probably had to pay him a lot more. Plus now you've got Jet Li. Joe Pesci's a big name anyways. Yeah. Joe yeah. Pesci. That's true. Chris Rock. Yeah. I don't know how much you'd have to pay him. He's yeah. Kind of starting his career. Yeah. About them for movies. So before they did the first Lethal Weapon, he had already done. Uh, let me see here. All the first three Mad Max movies before they did the first Lethal Weapon film, and those are really the kind of like his the thing breakout role. Yeah, that was his breakout role. So. Then he jumps into Lethal Weapon immediately after Beyond Thunderdome. Um, then he did Tequila Sunrise, then Lethal Weapon 2, then Bird on a Wire, Air America, Hamlet. Then he did Lethal Weapon 3, then Forever Young, uh, Man Without a Face, Maverick, Braveheart, Casper Uncredited. Who is he in Casper? I have no idea. Huh. Um, he did Pocahontas, the voice of oh, yeah. right. Smith and John Pocahontas. Smith and um, what did you call her? <laughs> Pocahontas? Yeah, Pocahontas. <laughs> you added an extra T. Did I? <laughs> Ransom, Father's Day, Conspiracy Theory, uh, then Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah, so he's definitely so he, big Between 3 and 4, he did a ton of stuff. Yeah, he and directed a bunch really of stuff, Yeah, too. so he was, he was big money by the time they hit the fourth one. So that makes sense. Yeah. And I want to see who he was oh, in Oh, that's right. Was he a little ghost? No, it's the part where Bill Pullman's looking in the mirror and his reflection turns into Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, remember that. But okay. do the, if you look at that without watching it, does that okay. ring a bell at all? Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's a part. It's where the ghosts are trying to creep him out. Oh. And at one point, he <laughs> turns into Mel Gibson. His reflection turns into Mel Gibson. But that's right. And also in uh, number two, there's also a nod to uh, Mel Gibson supposedly 
getting the cast for Die Hard. Um, when the South African killer waiter gets out of the pool, Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard can be seen in the background. Oh, nice. And Joel Silver produced both pictures. So there's another tie to it. Nice. That's weird that Bruce Willis would have been considered for the first Lethal Weapon movie then. Because I know that They're coming the, out Die Hard was almost not like... Die Hard was like kind of a gamble because yeah. when they first aired trailers and stuff for that and people saw Bruce Willis in it, he hadn't done any action movies yet. Hmm. So that was his first ever movie yeah. like that. Like he was known for being in like romantic comedies and stuff. And so people were like, Bruce Willis in an action movie, that's <laughs> going to suck. Yeah. And then it's funny to look back on it now, knowing what, what his for. career is, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, I mean, I would argue that still he's like people classify Bruce Willis as just an action star, but really he's not. He's, yeah, he's, he's done everything. tons of comedies <laughs> and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people think of him that way because mm-hmm. of these diehard movies. Yeah. And it's just, it's funny because when that movie came out, people didn't think that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like people were really speculated, like whether, like there's a, on Netflix, there's the, you know how they do that Toys That Made Us docu-series? Yeah. They do a Movies That Made Us. Oh, they yeah, do an yeah. episode about Die Hard. Hmm. And they cover that whole thing. Like, that Die Hard is, like, this... It's based on a book. I forget what the name of the book is. But it was, like, really hard to get the movie approved in the first place. Hmm. And then when Bruce Willis's name was attached to it, um, the uh, production companies were going to, like, pull funding and stuff because they didn't think they could make money. Hmm. And then they, they got the movie made... You know what I mean? Yeah. And the trailers starting to hit the theaters and the, all the feedback was negative huh. from people who were maybe going to see it. And then it obviously came out. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. But <laughs> yeah, that's not me exaggerating. That's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, when you think about action movies, especially from that era. Yeah. Like that movie, that movie's big time, bro. Like, yeah. people spoof big that movie time. to this day. <laughs> big time. That movie's big time. I would say of the era action movies, you're going to think of Die Hard and the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. And I would rather watch Die Hard. Yeah. So, I mean, but that just goes to show how well these movies did. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, what year did the first Die Hard come out? Was it 87? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. 87 or 88. 88. Also, Danny DeVito was um, considered for the role of Leo Getz. That would also have been mm, good. That would, that have, been would good. have been good. So they were, I think Joe Pesci was great, but that would have been good, They were too. going for a specific body type. <laughs> <laughs> Just really short. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see Danny DeVito dyeing his hair all blonde and stuff, but didn't he no. do that in Twins? Doesn't he have blonde hair in Twins? Maybe, Maybe he doesn't. I don't think so. I don't know. That's a weird so. movie. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that they're doing a sequel to. Yeah. <laughs> Called Triplets. Who's the triplet? Eddie Murphy. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I, I think you told me this once before. Yes. Yeah. That's weird. How does but. that even happen? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to wait till the movie comes out to find out. Hmm. So, anyways, I think that's... That's probably all I got. Pretty yeah, much does too. it. All right. Well, um, want to plug our stuff, Thomas? Yeah, rate and review us. 
anywhere you can, uh, iTunes in particular, that helps boost us there. And you can find us on Instagram at Excellent Movie Adventures. And you can send us an email, your thoughts on shows or ideas for movies. Or at, requests. Yeah. Or just come say hi. Yeah, or just say hi and that you just love us so much. And we'll mm-hmm. say we love you back. Uh, excellent Movie, or uh, yeah, Excellent Movie Adventures at gmail.com. And you guys are on, oh yeah, we're on Twitter, Excellent Movie Pod. And you guys are on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. At Pix Adventures. And that Z Van Beacom. Yeah. Also, that video that you put up today on Instagram. Hilarious, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see it, Zach? No. I'll show it to you. It's funny because Ashley does the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. She loses I think her mind. I'm just going to start. I shouldn't say that. Lizzie's going to hear this, so maybe just she'll. Stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to start videotaping anytime she's doing something yeah. where she's going to get scared because she's pretty jumpy. Yeah. And like. When she gets scared, it's just hilarious. She does the craziest noises and sounds and stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to try to catch them on video and just post them all. <laughs> you might as well. That's really funny. Uh, yeah, so if you want to see something hilarious, uh, check out my Instagram, at PixAdventures, P-I-K-S Adventures. Uh, my most recent post. <laughs> you know what's going to be funny is Liz doesn't want to be embarrassed so she edits all this out. <laughs> Oh, she won't care. Oh, she got scared. Good. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear her scream, though? That's no. the best part. Yeah, you can play the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that's good. <sighs> That one got her extra good because she's opened those in the past and they always scare her. Yeah. But in this one, she was like pushing down really hard on it and it wasn't <laughs> opening. So she can hear it. She's saying, it's not doing it. And then yeah. all of a sudden it just pops. Yeah. So funny. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. Like he said, leave us a review. Say hi. We'll say hi back. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I guess we'll see you guys next week. For another excellent movie adventure. Yep. Yay. Ciao. Bye. See ya. Excellent!